Breaking it down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Dr. Pam, Dr. Pamela Gums with us once again, part of a continuing series. She is the subject of a documentary and so many different articles and accolades and awards from over the years. Uh, Dr. Pam from United Pharmacy in Berkeley, California. Uh, Frank McKay here. So much more importantly. Dr. Pam, how are you? I'm fine. Thank you, sir. And I, you know, we uh, we haven't talked for a couple of weeks here, but um, you know, COVID is still still there. And there's a term uh, you use just off mic, and maybe we'll talk about that a bit. And it's uh, it, it's rebound, right? COVID COVID uh, rebound, and uh, you know that's a recurrence of uh, of what's going on. Give us a little definition of rebound, and and what the talk is uh, around COVID regarding rebounding. Okay, people are finding out that after taking a treatment for COVID-19, that um, maybe a week later, the symptoms start to come up again. You have patients calling you on the phone whether they should continue taking their medication or what they should do. Uh, uh, so COVID, it, it's only, it only occurs about 5% of users have the have a reoccurrence of COVID nineteen. In other in other words, the same symptoms occur again and again and again. About two to eight days after completion of a course, people have been using something called Paxlovid for um, symptoms after they've had their um, shots and they get COVID. They take Paxlovid, but they find out after taking that, and even the President Biden found the same thing. All of a sudden, the symptoms start to come back again. And the only problem there is that means that once the symptoms come back, you can still infect someone else. Mm. Yeah, it's I, every time we think we get ahead of something, an, another new complication occurs. And this is a, you know, that's a serious issue because uh, you may not know that you're rebounding, I guess, until it's uh, until it's too late. And maybe you could have infected people already. That's right. And so it's not a severe COVID-19, okay? Uh, it's very light and it will go away within uh, 10 days or so. But once you get it back again, you have to go back to a mask and an isolation. You, you should be isolated for 10 days and you should wear a mask for five days. Yeah, I mean it's uh, uh, it, it's something that that we don't hear about enough, um, <clears throat> but obviously it it, it recurs. Um, to me, uh, around my my life and around my uh, family, uh, we've we've been hit with COVID again. It's not as heavy, right? It's not as heavy. I think because we've uh, we've been vaccinated. And we've been boosted, everybody around us. But my uncle, my 85-year-old uncle, just um, was diagnosed with COVID. It was asymptomatic. And I know somebody uh, flippantly said, well, he, here he is. He got COVID. And uh, this is somebody who was anti-vaccine, by the way, which is ridiculous. <laughs> if you ask me. They said, not my uncle. My uncle's uh, pro-vaccine. But the person said, 
you know, here he is. He got he got vaccinated and he got boosted twice, and he's got it again at 85 years old. I said, yeah, but he's asymptomatic, um, and we don't know whether uh, and he's had virtually no uh, uh, other than the tests showing him positive. He had no ill effects from from the COVID. Um, I stayed away from him. He's in a um, uh, he's he's in a rehab, uh, rehabbing a, a foot uh, now before he goes back to his assisted living. But in my mind, um, it probably was the uh, the vaccine and the uh, and the two booster shots that he got that uh, that kept it from being severe. Am I right to think that? You are right to think that. Yeah. Uh well yeah and and shame on anybody for like making the uh uh the connection that uh, well you got covid so the vaccine didn't work no the the, the vaccine um isn't always uh there to to keep the virus away from you but it's also there to minimize uh the effects of of the virus am i correct you're right there yes have you heard that argument from people that are anti-vax? Uh, and do you come across a lot of people in your in your store and in your uh, community that are anti-vaccination? Uh, I don't come across too many, but there are those out there who refuse to get a shot. Uh, and so far, they have not had COVID. And their families have not had COVID. So they think that they're... Um, there's nothing to it. They, they, uh, COVID, the, the shots increase a person's immunity, the resistance to the virus. And most of the times, the rebound comes for those people who have um, medical conditions also, like diabetes and cardiovascular um, problems. To everyone who's just joining us, Frank McKay here, so much more importantly, Dr. Pam is our very special guest once uh, once again. Um, we encourage everyone to binge listen to what we've done uh, over the uh, the course of the year, last year and a half. Frank McKay here with Dr. Pamela Gums from United Pharmacy from Berkeley, California. And what a career she's had and is having. She's subject of a documentary. She is the um, subject of many uh, different articles and, and again, like I said, accolades and awards uh, in her uh, in her past history. They are well-deserved. Dr. Pamela Gums is our very special guest. Frank McKay here with Dr. Pam. Uh, Dr. Pam, when you hear uh, about rebound and you hear, uh, you know, about, uh, about this not, um, uh, you know, a lot of people not being aware. In fact, when you said rebound to me, I said, uh, can you define rebound? Um, wh why don't I know about it yet? And, and you know, people that are listening to this can't say that uh, now they can't say that they've been uh, they haven't been warned about uh, rebound. But but why don't we know enough about that? Is it just because there's so much information and we want to shut it out We're we're burnt out on on covid now and out of sight, out of mind? Um, wh why haven't I heard about re rebound before? Well, there, there are questions regarding, right now, a treatment r rate. Um, they, th they think that there was inadequate viral clearance or that um, the dose given was insufficient to, uh, to get a resistance or something like that. 
And so studies are now underway to see if they should um, increase the dose. So far, it's only 5% of the population that gets rebound. So they don't really want to increase the dose because it's the, um, the, the studies aren't out there yet. They did find out that there's no racial or ethnic differences in the cases of COVID-19 re rebound or recurrence. And that part is good. Yeah. Right. I mean, that, there was some concern because I think in, in African-American communities and Hispanic communities, uh, there seemed to be a high level um, of, of uh, you know, and this is before, uh, you know, we started hearing about rebound, but of COVID-19 in the uh, in the first place. Is that accurate? Uh, there were high levels of uh, of uh, of COVID nineteen and coronavirus going around African American communities. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes, but what? it's yeah. it's. Why would that be? Oh, like you said, um, people are they, they don't get their flu shot. They, their immune system has not been protected yet. That's all. And so it's easy to get, and lots of people in the. Um, Minority communities have um, high blood pressure. They're under a lot of stress. And lots of them have kidney disease and um, diabetes. Are you, are you hearing or are you either you recommending or, or is the medical community recommending yet a third booster? Well, right now, uh, they found that there's a new variant out there. And they're calling it CODE-2 which is a more resistant and our, our vaccines cannot, uh, are, are not, um, oh, they're, they're not useful for this new variant. It does not neutralize it. So there will be a new booster shot. Yes. But there's still studies that are being done on this new COVID-2. COVID-2. Yeah. Uh -huh. well, well, go ahead. You're saying it's code 2 uh, well, it's called, it's really COVID-2. Then we have COVID-19. Now they, they're calling another one COVID-2. Which started at, uh, this year. Which appears to be resistant to our current vaccines. Do you know, I, I held off on my second booster shot uh, because I heard that the new uh, the new variant was not being affected by the current booster shot that was available, so I held off until I, I, late September or early October. So I'm fairly new to the second uh, the the second um, booster shot, and one of the things that uh, that I I did d differently this time is I got Moderna. I got two, you know, visor shots. I got the visor was my initial vaccine, and then a uh, the, my first uh, booster was uh, was vi uh, Pfizer. So some people recommended mixing and matching it, and that it would be better to mix and match. So I went with I went with Moderna for the um, uh, for the second booster, and uh, all I wanted to know. Uh, because my wife and others were telling me to uh, to make sure that uh, I'm getting the 
the booster that included the uh, the variants, the, all the new variants and, and, the, and the battles. But COVID-2 wasn't being talked about. That's brand new at this point. <coughs> but what I said, uh, can you respond to what I said as far as mixing and matching and, uh, and also uh, me waiting to, uh, to see about the new variant uh, or the, the new booster uh, in September? Was that true? What I was hearing that there was a uh, the, the booster that came out in September and or October um, was uh, was better for the variants. Okay, the, the new booster is supposed to be better, but it, they said it still does not cover COVID two. All right, this new variant is on the scene. Uh, there has been talk about mixing the two the um, two vaccines that are out there. And I think there's a new vaccine out there too. I guess it was called Sarnoff or something. But there's a new vaccine out there also that people want to try. And, and yes, yeah, there's um many people believe that if you mix them, you'll have a better chance of being immune to all the new variants that are out there. Yeah. Let me remind folks who they're listening to. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Dr. Pamela Gums or Dr. Pam, as she is more casually known as, uh, Frank McKay here, so much more importantly, the, uh, the head of United Pharmacy in Berkeley, California, uh, and, uh, and, and so much more than that, is our guest. Uh, please binge listen to everything that we've been doing over the, uh, over the course of the year, year and a half that we've been talking, but uh, an extended series. Frank McKay here, much more importantly, Dr. Pam. Uh, Dr. Pam. As far as COVID-2 is concerned, when was the first time you heard about COVID-2? Okay, what was the question? Uh, when was the first time you heard about COVID-2? I just heard about it um, this month. Yeah, uh, and articles are just showing up now that there's a new sub-variant, and they're trying to figure out what to do with it. And they have to do more testing, they said. They said, uh, current vaccines do not work. Now, do they say, you know, and, and again, I know you touched on this a little bit before, but what do they say about COVID-2? Is it more powerful, less powerful, uh, or is it just different than uh, COVID-19? All they're saying is that um, it cannot be neutralized by our antibodies. So we think we have an immune system. It's been built up by the booster shots. And they're finding out it doesn't work. Uh, we, we, they're finding out that the Paxlovid that they put out, in case you got, if you thought you had a positive COVID, you take the pill, Paxlovid, that does not work against COVID-2. Yeah. But now studies are being made right now as they try to find a, a, a stronger vaccine. It's... You know, I imagine people are working round the clock, and every time we get thrown a, a, a curveball like this, you know, a new variant or a new uh, strand of of this, uh, you know, they are they're immediately trying to react to it. It's a it's a real battle. It's a war against a you know against a disease and uh, against a virus. And to me, it's just um, it's just an amazing situation. And I really think that this is a, a tribute, a great tribute to 
uh, the uh, pharmaceutical industry, uh, the the folks within it, like yourself, and and certainly the uh, the medical profession. For for so many years, we've heard you know uh, some uh, all bad. When you hear big pharma, you hear you know you're you're hearing negative situations. Um, uh, you know, uh, come up. You know, people are criticizing uh, big pharma because of this or because of that. And then, you know, uh, there's all kinds of conspiracy theorists. And, and again, I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying that that all of that uh, should fall on deaf ears. There should be checks and balances. But again, uh, to me, this is a big victory for uh, the pharmaceutical uh, industry and uh, and medical uh, industry and for or medical profession. Um, and, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is a constant moving target that we have. And we're in a battle. We're at a, at a war with the, with the virus, uh, not an individual, but a virus. Uh, react to that if you would, uh, you know, because you're right in there in the middle of all of this. Uh, I, I don't have much more to say. Um, uh... You know, well, I mean, what's your what's your reaction to to how we've been reacting to it? We as as a community, um, I, I've I've got a tremendous amount of faith. Um, look, you know, the fact that we're all not dropping dead because of COVID, like we were in the very beginning, to me, uh, shows that we've made great progress. The death rates are, are tremendously down, and even you know, we started out talking about rebound. Um, Rebound, uh, the rebound that we're talking about is not necessarily, is uh, is not necessarily uh, deadly. You know the, uh, you know I'm sure it could be, and depending on the vulnerability of the individual that gets it. But um, you know, uh, so far so good, right? Well, yeah. Uh, most of the places have taken off the requirement for mask. Uh, half the. Um... I went someplace um, uh, last uh, on Saturday night, and half the people in in the place did not have on a mask. No one thinks there's any reason for a mask anymore, except on the public transportation, and in some banks and in some supermarkets. It's fifty-fifty, and and the majority of people are not coming down with COVID. So yes, we are we are safer now. Well, Dr. Pam, I want to thank you once again for, for being here and enlightening us. I, I knew nothing about rebound before you, uh, uh, before you mentioned it. I think information is our, is our strength, is our, our one protection, our main protection against a, an enemy we can't see, right? We can, only, uh, we can only feel it once it's too late. So I want to thank you for all of that. And, uh, and uh, you know, listen, uh, always great to talk to you, and especially in the, in the beginning of the week. Thank you very much for being here. All right. Thank you. All right. Dr. Pamela Gums, everyone, has been our very special guest. Please binge listen to everything that we've been doing. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Dr. Pam, as she is known, uh, is the head of United Pharmacy in Berkeley, California. And uh, look her up. You'll see all kinds of articles and, and accolades and awards that she's won uh uh, justifiably, she's absolutely terrific. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. You've been listening to Breaking It Down 
with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. Talk radio.